Hello, I'd like to share with you the video reflection I made for the parish, and it's about St. Joseph. Let's begin with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come with Mary, your spouse. Come through Mary. Come in Mary. And lead us to God's love and mercy. Lead us to God's love and mercy. Jesus, King of mercy, we trust in you. Live the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Augustine said, Mary was therefore blessed in receiving the faith in Christ than in conceiving the flesh of Christ. My dear friends, one of the reasons why our Blessed Mother Mary became the mother of Jesus is because she is a woman of great faith. We know that Mary was immaculately conceived and because of her purity, she became docile to the will of God. And as a faithful Jew, Mary believed in the promises of God. In fact, in the Gospel of Luke, Mary's cousin Elizabeth even said, Blessed are you who believe that what was, what was spoken to you by the Lord will be fulfilled. Mary was first immaculately conceived. Then she was infused with the immense faith and all her other virtues which made her worthy to become the mother of God, to become the Theotokos. We could also say this about St. Joseph. St. Joseph is a man of great love and immense faith to God. That's why he was made worthy to become the foster father of the Son of God. And not just that, he was also made worthy to become the husband of the spouse of the Holy Spirit. The primary mission of St. Joseph was to take care of Jesus and Mary. And St. Joseph, because of his faith, he surrendered to the will of God. He's a man who is willing to give up his own plans so that God's plan would happen and his plan of salvation would happen. Friends, as we watch this video, let's reflect on the fact that it was St. Joseph's total surrender to God that led him to great joy. The joy of doing the will of God. The joy of surrendering his life to Jesus and Mary. And this joy is a divine gift. It came from God and he treasured everything in his heart. He protected his relationship with God. He veiled his heart. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Friends, it's been a year since our first ever lockdown due to the COVID pandemic and all of us have been affected in different degrees. We've lost a certain degree of freedom. People lost their jobs. We forgot what normal was. We lost personal contact. And sadly, many people lost their lives. And like you, I wonder if, I, if we would ever go back to the way it was. The degree of suffering is indescribable. While we see in the media that most people are fed up, the fact is there are still a lot of us, a lot, many, many people in the world who are suffering because of the pandemic. And God knows how much we're suffering. And to answer the prayers of everybody praying for this pandemic to stop, God sends his faithful servant to us. Heaven's response to our prayers in this time of pandemic is the year of St. Joseph. Friends, we could never ask for a better saint other than St. Joseph. 
<clears throat> the best man in times of crisis. Most parts of uh, St. Joseph's life are hidden from us. Well, most parts of the life of the Holy Family are hidden from us. But from what we could read from the Gospels of Matthew and Luke, we know that St. Joseph responded to difficult life situations. The Gospel of Matthew tells us the story of how Joseph discovered Mary's pregnancy. In Matthew chapter 1, verse 18, it says, Mary was a spouse to Joseph. But before they came to live together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit. Joseph discovered that Mary wasn't just pregnant, but she was bearing the child of God. Now the Bible also tells us that Joseph is a just man. The pregnancy out of marriage would be scandalous for Mary. And Joseph responded by keeping things quiet. He decided to leave Mary quietly. And as he prayed for his decision, and we know that he prays because he's a just man and is a good Jew, God's angel told him not to be afraid and bring Mary to his home to become his wife. The Gospel of Luke tells us that Joseph was obedient not just to the teachings of the Jewish faith, but he's also obedient to what the government tells the people to do. Before the birth of Jesus, there was a census decreed by Caesar, Caesar Augustus and St. Joseph, with his heavily, heavily pregnant wife, Mary, they traveled to Bethlehem to be registered. It, it is believed that the trip lasted between four to five days. And Joseph had to make sure that there's lodging and food for himself and Mary. And when they got to Bethlehem, lo and behold, there was no room at the inn. Imagine Mary about to give birth and there's no place for her to stay. This was definitely a crisis and a good reason to panic. But Joseph... Trusting in God's providence did not stop looking. No, he prayed and diligently searched until he found the manger. Luke also tells us the story of the presentation of Jesus. There was an old prophet called Simeon who's been waiting for the Messiah. When the Holy Family arrived at the temple, the Holy Spirit told Simeon that the infant Jesus is the Messiah. Simeon said to Mary, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself, a sword will pierce so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. At that moment, Mary's heart was stabbed with a sword. But let's not forget that Joseph was also there. He heard everything that Simeon said. Joseph is now in another crisis because he is now very concerned about the life of Jesus. Let's not forget that Joseph, one of St. Joseph's titles is protector of the Holy Family. He's also, at that moment, he was also worried about Mary. And but did, did Joseph do anything irrational? Although the Bible didn't actually say what Joseph did, we can, we can assume that he also pondered on these things just as Mary did. Again, we need to remember that Joseph is described by the Bible as a just man. Being described as a just man during their time was a high form of respect because a just man is slow to anger and abounding in love, just as who God is. And shortly after the presentation, the angel appeared again in Joseph's dream, telling him to rise and take Mary and Jesus to Egypt because Herod wants to kill Jesus. 
This time, there's a real threat to the life of, of Jesus. And Joseph acted on this crisis by being obedient to God. We need to take, we need to take note that Joseph was told to bring Mary and Jesus to Egypt. It wasn't just a foreign country. It is also a country who had a, a long history of rivalry with the Jews. Joseph did not ask God, Lord of all places, why Egypt? Joseph's faith is so strong and steadfast that he believes that God is in control even in our difficult times. God knows what he is doing. Friends, Joseph would have never been the man who he is if he did not have a good relationship with God. Joseph knew how to guard and protect the true beauty. We call it veiling. You know, true beauty, the beauty of his family. Joseph is married to Mary, who is God's perfect creation. Joseph was also made the foster father of the Son of God. His family is beautiful, and he has a beautiful relationship with God. Joseph could never ask for more. He veiled the beauty of his family. More importantly, Joseph protected his heart. Joseph veiled his heart. The Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us that the heart is a center, is a hidden center. It is our hidden center. It is the heart that prays to God. It is the heart which is the place of encounter. The Catechism also tells us that the heart is the place of the covenant. It wasn't mentioned in the Bible, but I am sure that Joseph prayed to God in every crisis of his life. Otherwise, God would never have responded. God send, sends his angels to Joseph because in difficult moments, rather than panicking or acting in haste, Joseph searches for God's heart in his own heart. Whenever he's facing a difficult situation, Joseph looks for God's will in that particular moment, and he actually allows the will of God to happen. Friends, in this year of St. Joseph, let's also protect and veil our hearts, the center of our relationship with God. We don't need an angel's apparition. God talks to us in our prayer. God talks to us through the priest at Mass. God talks to us every minute and every moment of our life. We don't hear him because our hearts are distracted by everything that is happening around us. We don't hear God because our hearts are fearful and anxious of so many things. Perhaps the challenge for us in this year of St. Joseph is to have a protected time with God. A time, a protected time means it's only you and God alone. It's only me and God alone. Let's veil this, this protected time. It could be praying, praying more without any distractions, you know, be it at home or in front of the Blessed Sacrament, you know, or spending at least 10 minutes in complete silence with God. Or better yet, let's give our full attention at Mass. And we will be amazed by what God can do in the crisis of our lives. Let's pray. Lord, I, inv I invite you back to my heart, Lord. And this time, please stay. Lord, I'll make this relationship beautiful. And I will actually protect this relationship. I will veil my heart. I will veil our relationship. Lord, grant me the grace to get rid of the fears and anxieties and, and my worries and completely surrender them to you, Father. 
so I can have undistra undistracted moments with you. Help me protect and avail this relationship that I have with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Saint Joseph, pray for us. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Thank you for listening. If you have been blessed with this episode, please click the subscribe button. Ave Maria.